the uh, production company Unclaimed Freight, which is owned by the director Randall Miller and his wife Jody uh, Savin, who, who's the producer of this film, they they uh, they recently told the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees that they plan to resume production in Los Angeles now, and that led yeah. to this Facebook page, which in the course of a week now has almost ten thousand members. I looked at it yesterday. Uh, and it was at 5,800, and in one day, it, it jumped by almost 4,000 uh, 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 yeah, likes. Yeah, that, 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 that page came about because when I heard that the movie was going to restart, I went on Facebook and expressed my unhappiness, mm-hmm. and my friend David Grove saw that post and opened the page immediately, and he made me an administrator, and he's an administrator, and... And between the, the, the two of us, uh, we've overseen the page. And, I mean, he thought there would be some, some response to it. But what the response that we've gotten is, is amazing, really. And it shows the depth that people feel uh, about this, this act and this film restarting and how how just heinous it is. I should say that Entertainment Weekly, we reached out to Randall Miller and uh, the production company, Unclaimed Freight. They declined to speak. They're obviously uh, under investigation for uh, for this incident. Uh, no determination at fault has been made, uh, but clearly uh, somebody was not following proper protocols. And uh, I wondered, Dan, you know, you have this Facebook page where you're, you're urging uh, people who work in your business to not join up with this film, to not work on it. Uh, have you spoken with any of the people who did work on the movie, and are they now out, or are they beholden to continue working on it if it resumes? Uh, I, I have you... not spoken to anyone uh, mm-hmm. on, the, on the film. I don't know what their contractual obligations are. I mean, I've... Can they be compelled under normal circumstances? Could somebody in your profession, a camera operator, be compelled to work? If uh... Well, I, I, I think that they could, if they signed a contract, they're being held to that contract, possibly. But it would have to be something that where they agreed not to, to leave. I don't know what the contract says. I don't know. I mean, they, they are under other obligations to, to various organizations, I'm sure. Uh, this, our page is basically dedicated to people's freedom of speech, their freedom of thought. It's not beholden to any organization. It's not mm-hmm. bound or, or aimed at any union action. It is totally up to the individuals to think and do as they feel. And apparently a lot of them think and feel as we do. <laughs> now the union, the, the, the crew union... Uh the International Alliance of Theatrical and Stage Employees, they don't have the power to stop this. They don't have to grant permission for the film to resume production. Uh, that's what they've said, is they don't have the power to stop it. But, but if no one will work on the film, that effectively stops it. And that's, that's your goal with this page, isn't it? Yes. The question I have okay. is, there have been deaths on set. There have been accidents on sets. It happens occasionally. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, not that often. But what is different about this one? I don't recall any kind of movement like this when stunt performers have died or, uh, you know, on Lone Ranger, I believe there was a diver who, who, who died, not necessarily in the midst of filming, but died on set in an accident. Um, what makes this accident so outrageous? This is no accident. This, this is people have died on the sets due to the circumstances that were out of control. Uh, this, in this instance, people were put into vehicles, driven to a set, 
on a day that was called a test day. It wasn't even the first day of shooting. It was a, called a test day. And, and they planned this. There have been pictures of their schedule posted on the web saying that on February 5th, they had already planned to go down and shoot on this trestle on February the 20th. There, there are pictures all over the web. So it's, it. so it's the recklessness you know, that yeah, you're the, alleging the the, that the, makes it, this so different. I don't want to use the word premeditated, but, you know. Well, I, I don't I mean, think anybody is, one, it would, I don't think you would say that they intended for this to happen. It's more or less. No, the, no, they didn't intend to hurt anybody, but they yeah. put them in a position without permits and without a railroad representative and without, without a safety representative. Mm-hmm. From what I've read, I don't know personally that this is true, but from every, uh, several accounts that I've read, that they, were, they went out there without permission to be on the tracks, without railroad personnel. It was a skeleton crew, yeah, basically, and that's. You know, I don't want to slander anybody or say anything that isn't true. So, you know, I'm I'm talking this. Of course. This is the problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, even on the Twilight Zone, which I have a friend that was in the helicopter on the Twilight Zone when it went down. I mean, everybody was was around, and 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 they were working late, and they knew they were working late, and they would this. And that we should say for for people who don't know that was you know almost that was more than 30 years ago on the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, and yeah. a, uh, three actors were killed, uh, and Vic, yes. Vic Morrow and two of them were children. Um, two children, which which should not have been working late at night. Yeah, it was it was against the rules, you know. Probably before this, the most famous uh, on-set accident uh, that you know led to serious outrage and uh, yeah. investigation. I don't think anybody ended up doing any jail time. Though, what would you consider to be justice in this case, the uh, Sarah Jones case? What would be justice? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there can be any justice. I mean, the girl's dead, you know, and, and she was put out, the whole crew, I mean, seven other people were injured. One makeup lady had her arm shattered mm-hmm. off of this supposed projectile of a bed that, that flew when it got hit by the train. You know, again, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But it was, people were taken, transported to a place where they knew they didn't have permission to be, put on this trestle that, according to some accounts that I've read, had 20 trains a day coming across it, without a representative. You know, when you shoot on railroad tracks, there's certain things that happen. They usually have a representative or two with large walkie-talkies to know where the trains are, what the trains are doing. And they have escape plans. They have ways to, to help people. You know, this, this is, you don't take somebody out in the middle of a railroad track over a river, you know, with no way out other than to walk toward the train to get away. That's that's just not done. But now, on, on, on that Facebook page uh, that you administrate, uh, I saw one commenter saying the careers of the filmmakers are the price mm-hmm. that they should pay, that they should never work again. And there are people talking well, about... Well, some people feel that way. People yeah. are upset about it. Would you consider you know, that to be a fair punishment, that they, these, these people just never work again? Well, what's, what's somebody's life worth? Mm-hmm. You know, really think, think about it. If it was your child, what would you, what would you think, you know? I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. The, the investigations are taking place. Let the law take, take it into, in, into its course. Let the federal government take it into its course. I'm sure some punishment will be come up with. Then life will move on. Why, but, is, why is it important to stop this production from happening in your mind? What will well, that accomplish? I, I mean, there are a couple of people who come on and say, oh, they should finish it in Sarah's honor. This, this should be the way it should be done. I mean, I don't think they had anything in the can or very little in the can. So the movie hadn't really even started. So in... It's just a slap in the face to her, her family, everyone, for them to try to do this while these investigations are going on. Mm-hmm. It should not be done. It shouldn't be happening. It's disrespectful. It's dishonorable. It's horrible. Uh, I spoke with your friend David Allen Grove, who you said earlier 
help create the page. And I asked him the same question, why is it important to stop Midnight Rider from finishing? And he said, it's to set an example. It's to show other unit production managers and producers that if you take a chance uh, and you decide to do some guerrilla filmmaking and shoot where you're not supposed to and people get hurt, you're done. Your film is finished. Is that your feeling too, that that the reason you should stop this film is to uh, set an example to other filmmakers who might decide, well, "Well, we're a low-budget film, let's take a chance and try and do this? I mean, I think that that is another valid outlook on the situation, but... I think the main reason to do it is, is in Sarah's honor. And to increase set safety, this happened because people weren't following the rules. When you say do it in her honor, you mean shut the film down in her honor, not finish yes. it, right? But what does that accomplish? Is there a practical goal here? Where well, here, you wanna... Here's what it accomplishes. It keeps the director and all the producers from profiting from her death, which is what will happen right now. There are certain people that have come on and said, oh, we'll replace, replace the director, replace the producers and let the film go on. Well, they wrote the script. They'll still make money off the script. You know, it's it's like, why should somebody profit from someone's death when they put them in a position of unsafeness? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just a, a horrible thing to think about, you know. I mean, this girl was 27 years old. She was a rising star in her career. Everybody loved her. Everybody wanted to work with her. She, like, lit up the room when she came in. So it's terrible to lose Sarah, but we are all Sarah. It could have been any one of us on that bridge. There's been so many times in so many movies that we've been put in dangerous situations. Is this an anomaly, or is this This, more common? The difference in this one, the difference in this this case, is other times we know we're being put in these situations and and we prepare for that. This situation was different in the fact that they didn't take the necessary safety steps according to the things I've written and... Were the shortcuts taken on this film an anomaly, or do you feel that on-set safety is uh, is is more or less lax and needs to be uh, tightened across the well, industry? Well, on-set safety could be improved. Mm-hmm. It could be improved a lot. In this particular case, from the articles I've read, the producers prided themselves on not following the rules. There have been numerous articles on Deadline.com and on other places where these things have, have come up. And they, say, and they say, well, we don't play by the rules. We make our own rules. Well, you make your own rules and somebody dies. Is that pretty, you know, ra- is that pretty rare, though? Do you feel like, uh, for the most part, the film and television industry takes uh, safety seriously enough? Or do you think I, it's, I, it's I, I too lax? I think that, that we have, we've been blessed with many, many producers and directors that value our lives and, 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 and contributions and take good care of us. And then we have a few that don't. 